You're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You there, boy. Me? What day is what day is it? It's the day after the Disney investors call. I did it. I made it through the night. James. Brock. What a time to be alive. Right! Hello. Welcome to the Rebel Scum Podcast. I need you to tell us tell you our names because we have to get to the business. Can I show you something? Can I show you something? See this mask right here that my friend Marsha yeah. got me? This mask right here? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Old news! Nothing on this that matters anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we we have a new episode of Mandalorian to go over, but also the future of Star Wars yeah. has been revealed and it is bright. <sighs> and so we, there will we... be spoilers in this podcast about yep. today's episode of Mandalorian. It just dropped today. We're going to talk about it today. The thumbnail won't be spoilery for it because, you know, we don't want to ruin it for anybody that hasn't had a chance to see it. I will say this, though. I don't really think this is an episode you can spoil. This one was like a spoil-free episode in a lot of ways, I found. I mean, not saying that, you know, you don't want to go into it not knowing anything, but I just found, like, there's nothing really to spoil in this episode. No, it was it was a good episode, but, yeah, it's it was back to the status quo of, like, it's Mandalorian, let's do some action. <laughs> we haven't talked at all about this episode. Yeah, to each other. Yeah, to each Well, yeah. Um, I I woke up at 5.30 today not Mm. to watch the episode. I just woke up. And I (laughs) I laid in bed for a while. And then eventually, I think it was around 6 o'clock, my dog just wouldn't stop staring at me. She had a little mini operation yesterday. So I think she was just coming out of her sedation like, (sighs) (laughs) But anyway, so so I think at 6 o'clock, I said, you know what? I'm going to watch it. And I put it on and I watched it. And um, my first, and I, I, uh, I absolutely loved the episode. It could be, I know it's weird because, it, like I said, I, I explained to somebody today. I said, I, I love this episode. It could be my favorite one to date, but it's not one I would make you rush to watch. Yeah, and I don't know, and I, I know it's like that sounds negative, but it's not. It's like you said, it's like back to Mandalorian, but I think. It was a Rick from Yuya. I can't say his last name, but he 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 directed this episode, and he did two of my favorites from last season. And I just think he's he might be my favorite Star Wars director as of today. I mean, as of tomorrow, with all these announcements, who knows? But right now, so that's where I stood. But what was your reaction to this episode? Uh, it was like this is fun. Uh, it would have been nice to or no, you know what? No, let's 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 forget about that. I. I think next next week when we have the finale, then we can really evaluate the entire season. What I liked about this show was like, I think my reaction was they are not trying to be predictable. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not. They're not pulling. They're like I like to compare this to Game of Thrones in how like I get excited to watch this every Friday morning, um, but uh, they aren't like oh so. We're going to go do this. We're going to Grogu's gone, so we have to go get him and we have to do this and this and this is like I don't they're not they're not 
forcing anything to happen when it when they don't want it to be right so like i think this is a pivotal episode but like there's one more episode and there's like what what we haven't even remotely talked about this 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 or i'm like they're like don't worry about it. we still got two seasons yeah, that's the thing, like, because, and I think this is the thing, because, I mean, whether or not this happens, but because they announced it's going to be four seasons, you have that leeway of being like, okay, like, and I think that's all I, you know, it was, what show was it? Was it Lost? I never watched Lost, but it was one of those shows where they're like, you're going to end in this season. And they're like, great. Now we have something to build towards. And I think that's always yeah. beneficial for the storytelling because you know where you're going and you know how long it takes you to get there. And then people complain about filler episodes. I still don't think we get any. I think you get what you need. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe the Frog Lady one is, you know, you feel it a little bit, but yeah, you know, every, every journey has detours. Um, so I wouldn't call them filler necessarily. But yeah, it just, it was, it wasn't, again, it wasn't what I expected out of the episode. But I thoroughly enjoyed it, and it was a necessity. And it also, and it put, it put. I think, I think the crucial thing is it put Cara Dune, Fennec Shan, Boba Fett, Mando, and to a lesser extent, Mayfeld together. And and I think that was really probably the purpose of this episode was to show them working because down the road something's going to happen. People are thinking. I think oh, I can't remember somebody mentioned to me that you know Fennec Shan and Boba. The bounty's gone up on Grogu. Maybe their end game is to get the baby themselves. <laughs> which doesn't, which the only thing is, is who put the bounty on the baby then? Is there somebody else working on, on this angle? Because otherwise the bounty's moot point because Moff Gideon has, the, has and he's the one that put the bounty on. So there are, there are other ways to go. But it is a fun option because again, they are bounty hunters and they're not, you know, their moral yeah. code is different. But at the same at the same time, Brock, if you want to give Boba Fett his own show, which they did not announce, but no. if you do want to give Boba Fett his own show, is you do you make him the villain? I don't know. I feel like they're kind of moving away from that duplicitous uh, bounty hunter thing. I, I don't really. I didn't really think of that. I don't hate it though because it's like. Anik Shan and Boba Fett and Tamora Morrison and Ming-Na, they're like, I want to see more, right? Yeah. Like, how, what was your reaction to a newly painted Boba Fett armor? I was just like, <laughs> so oh. Everyone, everyone all over the internet is talking about it. Exactly. I was like, oh man, he painted it. I, but I will say, I did have, I said this last week's episode, I had a soft spot for his wear and tear one. So I was a little bit like, eh. but I didn't. It didn't ruin anything, but I was like, nice, because I think you have to get there, right? You want him to look, this yeah. is a fresh, new Boba yeah. Fett. Can I throw something at you? Yeah. We're going to talk about this later. Um, you have uh, Rangers of the New Republic show announced. Yep. Very little yep. information, but it's 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 Dave Filoni, John Favreau, our executive producing. It takes place within the timeline of The Mandalorian. This one is said to team up with Ahsoka at some point. They're going to have like a big cinematic event type thing. Um, and I just mentioned how this, I thought the importance of this was to show Cara Dune, Fennec Shan, and Boba together. Yep. Are those three yep. our Rangers of the New Republic? Uh, I don't think I considered Boba or Fennec Shan, but I'm like, yeah, this is where Cardoon's going. Uh, I think I read like Bo-Katan's Bo gonna be in it as well, or that, that it's believed she's gonna be in it. Uh, but yeah, like I feel like this is the whole setup of this her getting that rebel 
<laughs> police badge and like mm-hmm. and i would argue the introduction the the introduction of the uh x-wing pilot uh, mr kim <laughs> <laughs> in the frog lady episode is like this is that's important for one for that reason to set up this concept yeah. of like i think if anything about this season it's been a lot of setup for these spin-offs and i think they've done it well um, nothing has come out of left field no, You've no, never felt so. like, oh, they're just doing that for an episode. But the Ahsoka yeah. thing, which absolutely worked, was the one time when Aaron was like, oh, yeah, she's getting a show. Like, she was just like, yeah. there was no question. Yeah. Uh, we, you and I did the Never Tell Me. We got to look back on that episode. We did Never Tell Me the Odds of Ahsoka being announced by Christmas. Yeah, I don't know what either one of us said. I can't remember. But we both said yes. I'm pretty sure we did. <laughs> and it was fine but we'll get let's talk about mandalorian stuff. i just wanted to bring that yeah. up because for me the importance yeah. of this episode seemed to be all that uh but but it's i but rick from my favorite star wars director right now and i say that you know watching the direction of the episodes and everything it's just he handles the action the characters everything so well knows how to use it they i thought what they did with mando in this episode with his not showing his face and his mask and all that was perfect but brock how does this episode end? He takes the mask off. No, no, but it, it ends with Bill Burr being set free. Okay. Having Sorry, seen, you went from... Yeah. yeah. But, but he has seen Mando's face now. Yeah. Well, they left him in a forest. <laughs> yeah, but there was a lot of ships there. But, I'm, but I think but that is something that could potentially come back later on in the series. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I did that didn't really phase me because it, it felt like this episode was establishing that yes, not everyone is uh, evil. <laughs> that you kind of like, even though like they're like, well, you used to be uh, uh, imperial sharpshooter, right? He's like the imperial version of Cara Dune, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, he's the bad guy. He's a bad guy. He's, he, He's not he's gonna betray them but then when you have that scene where they're in the, the mess hall with that imperial officer it's like oh right he's a bounty hunter like or he's a, he's not part of the empire because if he was he would be on a base like that like you know he obviously doesn't fully agree with the empire or like right so i was like oh cool i i took it as like from that episode that like it, they silently had a respect for each other that's yeah. like we all have a past james i want to tell you something crazy i did today after i was done the episode i freeze framed those menus he was looking at when he was trying to when the when mando uh, mando had to go and do all the security code things yeah. and they had to take his helmet off right Nothing huge revealed because I was like, ooh, just like when Boba Fett, like, so I translated all the Arabesh. Um, it was mostly just like a menu. <laughs> but I, oh, it's, oh, it's on my other, I'm on the different computer. Well, we should tell everybody you're at work right now. You're on lunch break. I'm at work, yeah. I'm, uh, this is where it, the magic happens. Uh, it basically, it was mostly like ID, 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 uh, Please enter your ID and then like access granted, access denied. So uh, <laughs> I kind of flew in the airbash now. But there's a menu that comes up which inevitably shows him like uh, the the Grand uh, Moff Gideon's cruiser and then the uh, coordinates for where they are right now. That's how he's able to sort of like figure out. 
and I'm sure he probably sees a little bit more. But there was a menu where it was like, like it's like a typical. It literally is like uh, armory uh, uh, personnel, all like stuff like that, and he's selecting. The very, very bottom, there was one that one word, one option that didn't make any sense. When I translated it, it said S forces, <laughs> which I took to mean special forces. So I don't think this is really reveals anything. But the question is, <laughs> how is Mando able to get himself scanned into the system? I what think were your just, thoughts on that? I think it just needed a face. That's what I think. I think the code, whatever he put in, was the key. And the face was just to show, like, maybe it can't be a droid stealing the information. I think that's what it was. Because that thought crossed my mind as well. It didn't make sense that he could. Well, are you thinking bigger? Well, he was saved by Death Watch in Clone War era. When we're not quite sure. I'm sure they've gotten it figured out of date. I don't know. Do they know how old Mandalorian is? The character? So, like, let's say it's somewhere in the in the Clone Wars, right? It could have been, and now we know he's part of Death Watch, even though we didn't like compute that, like, oh yeah, the Death Watch is the villains. Could he be in Death Watch at the time that, like, the remnants of Death Watch are with the Empire? Am I getting that right? Okay. Like, what happens in Rebels when the Mandalorians, the group of Mandalorians, yeah, join was... the Empire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Could, is that Death Watch? Uh, and perhaps could he have been involved in some way? Because that's the thing. This, and maybe this is the reason why we're not talking about Din's history. Because it seems like there's a lot, of, like there's a big theme of characters with these back, these pasts that don't want to talk about their past. Uh, uh, Kara doesn't really want to talk about the past. He doesn't. She doesn't want to get involved with the in. The New Republic, Mayfield's like, you know, screw the Empire, even though I agreed with them. Like, well, so, whether he agreed, I, I mean, Solo was part of the Empire too, right? He was an Imperial yeah, as well. Exactly. So, yeah. so maybe I'm, I don't know. It's just weird because, like, I was able to translate everything and it made sense because it, it was just, you know, it's it's legit. Like, if you're watching a movie, uh, you know, 24 and he's looking at like the girl that always looks at the computer, it would just be that stuff just so on the screen. So it's nothing like it's not saying like this is where we keep the 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 Wookies like, but the fact that it said S forces is just interesting to me. Could be nothing. I don't know. I spent an hour <laughs> trying to understand. <laughs> hey, but it's it's a good point because it did it, that crossed yeah. my not, didn't cross my mind. But the idea that how would he be able to get scanned? I thought they needed yeah. Bill Burr to get scanned. That crossed my yeah. mind, uh, and then I quickly was like, yeah, it's Star Wars. I'll let it go. But you bring up point. The only thing that would have added to that is if you were like, yeah, you're going to get caught. But I guess that would have been too much of a tell to the audience in that respect. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point. We'll have to keep our, our head down and listen to them for that one. Because we're, do you, I mean, I think you would, but I guess you're suspecting we're going to learn more about Din's past and the seasons to come. Yeah. I mean, it could work because it's sort of, that is one of the things that's missing in this season where it's just like, You've set up this idea that he was a foundling and he's part of the Death Watch. And then you're like, oh, right, Death Watch was the bad guys. And then he doesn't really understand that there's another group with, like, Bo-Katan or mm-hmm. the actual Mandalorians. And now, now we know that, like, Jango Fett and Boba Fett are considered foundlings as well. I don't know. I, I didn't really 
have that in my headcanon for them, but I guess it's no, but sort now, of a thing. no, I don't think it was. I don't think many people did. I think that's that was brand new information. I think that show brought to light, and I think it right, it right. adds to the characters. I think, and I, I like how they're dropping that. But you know what I mean. So I'm just throwing that out there because it's it's like this show doesn't just randomly do things. You know what I mean? And is that do you think that's accurate? They don't just like oh, who cares? No, that's the one. I think. I was talking to somebody about this. I think the one thing that a lot of fans especially are appreciating about the show is the care and attention to detail that it brings every week in every story. And you might not agree with it all. You might not even enjoy half of it, but it's just, it's showing that they care and they respect everything. And the one thing I was saying this to, I was talking to Andrew because our, our ranking Star Wars is happening January 1st. Thanks to everybody that submitted your rankings. They are bonkers this year, Brock. <laughs> bonkers. A lot of fun though. Like it's awesome. it's just awesome to see how everybody is, you know, everybody loves Star Wars, so there's nothing no wrong answer, but it's it's just I was saying like it's this respect for what has come before and respecting what in the time on Mandalorian would come after. They don't pretend like Midi chlorians don't count. They embrace them and yeah. they're like, it's M count. They don't pretend that Snoke doesn't exist. They're like, ah, or, or Palpatine's return isn't anything. They just, they play a lot. They, they're in this sandbox. They're given all of the sand and they're like, well, let's just use it. And like, how do you use it? Well, we'll do this. And they just, and they build like these sand castles in it. And, and because of that, I think as fans, we appreciate a lot more casual fans will see. And they might be like, oh yeah, that was in that movie. And they have like little moments and it's, it's the respect to the franchise as a whole that I think helps string this whole thing together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it was a great episode. I can't re- wait to rewatch. Um, uh, yeah, I think you're, you're sort of touching on at the beginning, like the action in this episode was just awesome. Like seeing this stuff, it's like, Oh, this is what we would see in like cartoons or comics. Yeah. And now it's real. You know, like, um, it's these uh, we've had like four episodes of Battlefront the game this yeah. season. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like I want Mando in Battlefront just do it. But uh, everybody would just complain. But it, like that's what it is. Like the high fighters come out I'm like this yeah. is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like uh and like the concept art you see at the end of every episode is like oh wow they actually made the concept art happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh I love I love that fight on that whatever the truck was that they were driving to sneak into the base erodium yeah i don't know what it was what why, <laughs> why does stuff why explode. do these vehicles need tires why do they keep <laughs> i was like what if one pops <laughs> oh we drove over a nail back there Pfft, damn but like what an what an action scene and it's just like so many things could have gone wrong <laughs> and then stormtroopers um, actually killed people they yeah, hit their yeah, target yeah. Oh man! Um, uh, to throw you that we didn't get any uh, follow up on like what happened with the Razor Crest, like there's no like where it's my oh my ship is gone. It was just like no no we gotta get the kid first. <laughs> so I've heard rumors that not rumors I've heard people theorizing that the Razor Crest is it was kind of like um oh man like there's a lot of them it was manufactured quite heavily so he's not too concerned i also think i mean that was shocking to me last week but he had a moment last week 
And I yeah. feel like because of where he is, the razor, razor crest was an object. He's after a being. Um, yeah. He's after Grogu, baby Yoda Grogu. And that's more important to him. So his mind isn't on the razor crest. He had his mourning period. Now we've moved on. Uh, but how awesome was it seeing the slave one, slave two, slave three? I don't know what slave number it's at right now. I don't know. <laughs> but how awesome was it seeing that flying and then being inside of it when the windows yeah, were yeah. like, like, how yeah. awesome was that? It was great. Like, it looked bigger than it looks like in other movies. Uh, I love that. It's just like, because everybody knows it's like, it lands like this, but it flies like yeah. that. Like, uh, it was oh, so great. Uh, I loved it. I loved it so, so And much. when it dropped the bombs from Attack of the Clones. Yes, yes, oh! yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Did it even make that noise? Yeah. It kind of did. It was It was a little muted, I found. Well, it was, a, it was, I think the atmosphere caused it to be a different sound. Uh, I feel I like, like because like of everything around it, because in space it was yeah. very silent, whereas this one there was TIE fighters and there was more sounds coming at it. So right, 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 that's, right, what right. I, that's what I But I, I was just like, again, the respect and attention to detail that has come before it. You don't pretend that the prequels don't exist. You don't pretend the sequels are like you embrace them. And then we're given like, just we're giving candy at Christmas. I, I almost found it jarring to talk to an Imperial officer for that long, that whole conversation, but it was so perfect. It was just like, oh, yeah, this is Cinder. exactly what we need. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Operation Cinder. I was like. And, <laughs> and like, you don't need to know what Operation Cinder is. You found, no. you got all the information you needed. If you know more, you know more, but you got all the information. Yeah. And how good yeah. was Bill Burr's acting during that scene? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like he was solid, I thought for that scene. Oh yeah, no, Bill Burr's become quite an actor. Like I, I watched uh, King of Staten Island, and he's really good in it. And it's just like he can do action, he can do drama, he can do obviously can do comedy, right? Uh, it was great. I hope he comes back. I think I feel like I heard he was like, well, I haven't been told I'm coming back for season three, but like, I feel like that now we're starting to see all the things fall into place. It's like we're like, oh, they were all BSing us. <laughs> As you know, I mean, we're going to talk about the board meeting shortly, but I love how they announced She-Hulk is happening with Tatiana Maslany, and then, like, a month ago, she was like, I don't know what you're yeah. talking about anymore. And who was it? The director of, of Captain Marvel 2, who's doing um, Candyman, Nia, yeah. oh. I can't remember her name, but she tweeted, like, oh, look at this random news as a joke, because she's, like, officially saying now, but, like, yeah, news dropped everybody knew, but... Yeah. You know, it's it's it means something when it's official. I will say something about yesterday's investor call, though. When they announced ten Star Wars things, shows, and then the movies, I'm still hesitant to buy into it. The like, <laughs> I look, I I believe Andor's happening. Obviously, I believe Obi Wan Kenobi's happening. Mando three's happening. But like, okay, I don't want to get rain on anyone's parade right now, Brock. But the Patty Jenkins announcement is great if it happens <laughs> like yeah, yeah. i feel like we've been down this road so many times that i don't trust this They're like we're doing rogue squadron okay you have a name that's way better than before you have yeah. a concept and a name is there a script i don't think they said anything about a script it's 2023 that gives you two years to yeah. uh, like to make it which is great so it's not rushed which is great but it also gives you two years to not make it yeah. you know and 
so that, that I, was, I was so hesitant on that. I'm really excited. And Brock, I know you're a huge uh, X-Wing fan. I yeah. know I just jumped ahead, but I know you're a big X-Wing fan. But how, like, when they when you get Rogue Squadron is going to be a movie, but then you get all these cool shows that they announced, how, what is going to make me more excited about Rogue Squadron the movie than all these shows that I'm getting on Disney Plus? That's a good question. Uh, here's one thing I forgot to look up. Did they not... Wasn't it like in the rumor mill that like Patty Jenkins isn't doing the next Wonder Woman? Is that a, I was think that it a was thing? A, I think it was a rumor. Yeah, I don't know if. So because like when I was watching that announcement, I was like, oh, maybe this is why she's not. Doing yeah, it. and I feel like she's getting on. I have no idea, but it seems like Wonder Woman's done. She yeah. was probably like, put it on HBO Max so I can get the Star Wars. So she, so Wonder Woman's all done. And hopefully this is her next thing that she's diving into. This is what I'm hoping. Because again, Ryan Johnson trilogy, the Benny Evan Weiss saga series, the what else have we had? We've had so many, like uh, Kevin Feige Star Wars. This yeah. It's like, okay, at least there's a name now and a concept. Yeah. But, I'm st- but then the other part of me is like, but we'll get into them later, obviously. But there were things that they announced. I'm like, well, that sounds... Some of them sounded more cinematic than Rogue Squadron. Like Rogue Squadron sounds like something you could put on Disney Plus. So I'm just like that. That like this is like did they go big enough with their next movie? Or are they going to play it safe with their next movie? Maybe I like I got this right. Like Taika Waititi is directing the next Star no. Wars movie. No, Patty Jenkins doing the next Star Wars movie. I, Taika Waititi is in development. So it sounds like gotcha. instead of Sorry. their Remember they had that nonsense plan where they're like, every year you're going to go Star Wars. Every other year. And you're like, just freaking make the movies. I think (laughs) think they finally decided that they're just going to let people make the movies. So I think Patty Jenks doing it. I feel like, I keep saying I feel like, but I think Taika Waititi has an idea for a movie. And they're just, they're working on it. But he's got Thor. So he can't do the next one because he's got Thor, Love and Bale and all that. So that's happening. And then he'll probably do the one after and they won't be connected at all. Hmm. It sounds like the movies uh, will all be separate and the shows are all going to connect, but I don't know if any I, of that makes sense. I think there is one guarantee from that announcement of Patty Jenkins is that she can rollerblade like a champion. <laughs> Look, I'm excited. I, mean, I think she did great. Wonder Woman was great. You hear great things about uh, Wonder Woman too. She clearly loves her dad was a pilot. She said she loves all that. I'm not doubting any of the skills yeah. involved with her and Taika Waititi, but. The fact that there's a title makes me more excited, but until I see a frame being shot, I would have felt even better if there was her at Lucasfilm with a concept art of any, anything I would have felt better about. (laughs) But right now it's like, okay, she has, she has uh, a black series helmet. Like, yeah, I'm trying not to get too excited for that. Can't for the, there's the disappearance of that announcement happening. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I, I in keeping with uh, my my trend of pausing video and looking at it uh, with Cassie and Andor's sizzle reel. I when they got to the wall of concept art, I paused. <laughs> like, what's that? What's that? And they knew people were going to do it because there's one part where it's blurred out, and they're like, "That was all the important yeah. information." <laughs> That's awesome. They well were played. smart. They were smart. They were yeah, smart. they know what's happening. Uh, Cassie looks great, by yeah. the way. I mean, that is the thing. It's just like. You can promise the world right now, 
because it's like, I mean, uh, it's like that image of uh, Kathleen Kennedy in front of that. Yeah. I guess it was an LED screen or something of all the logos of what they're about to release. That'll be our thumbnail for this episode. Yeah. And like, what up? Like, that was a huge flex. They're like, come on. It's like COVID, COVID be damned. Like, we're working. This is happening. Like, well. This is happening allegedly. Allegedly, Alleg- no, but you know what? There is there. I, I'm selling it a little bit short because there is one factor in all of this that kind of trumps the 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 Johnson and the Ben F. Wise announcements, and that's this was an investors call. So this yeah. was the people that are paying for the company to stay afloat. So they're not going to lie to them, because. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I think so. I think the Patty Jenkins one, and the reason why they had the video was to be like, this is happening. Like this is going to happen, and I think the the Lando announcement was like of all the one like the land it was lando and the droid store well, droids probably gonna happen it's like but the uh, lando one, yeah like the, the the lando one to me is the one where it's like if any of these aren't gonna happen it'll be that one and because they didn't say too much they could just kind of brush it off but they made such a big deal with uh with patty jenkins that i would hope that it's not brushed off but again i like i, I when that teaser trailer hits i'm in <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 All right. Do you want to finish uh, talking about Mando, or are we done with Mando? We moved on. Oh yeah. Let's just keep going. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, there wasn't a lot of. I mean, there were surprises, but it's like Ahsoka being announced. Not a huge surprise, but I love that logo. It Great. looks like the background looks like similar to I, the the episode Rebels with the the world between worlds and, kind of and even similar to the Baby Yoda seeing Irock like the the circle yeah. look yeah so it's it's all fitting into that the world between worlds like is like making sense for Ahsoka yeah and like Ahsoka in the name has like that circle thing that might be like her staff I don't know from the end of Rebels I think there's a lot in that logo that like in the next coming days or hours people are still gonna start making hypotheses about it um rangers of the new republic this is exciting i i was like automatically okay this is where cardoon's gonna go but here's the thing like Gita carano doing a great job but they're not giving her a lot of depth still you know what i mean they are and they aren't you know like and they never announced her that show yeah that's true so i that's yeah i know and i don't think they i don't think you can give her that much depth I think you surround her with Carl Weathers yeah. type actors, people that can hold their own around her and then let her punch people in the face. Yeah, exactly. And like, she's doing great. I'm not, I try not to be critical of an MMA fighter. <laughs> 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 but, like, uh, but yeah, like it was just, it was, it's a great character, but at the same note, it was a lot of just sort of like, like longing stares at people. It's just like, uh. but like that makes, this we've been talking about this like she is a character that could go into a spinoff but this is a show that she could exist in as a a supporting uh, like a main cast member but not the main main (laughs) you know what i mean ensemble for sure right absolutely i we gotta say that our top five is gonna be our top five moments from the announcements like our top five announcements um I, Uh, i i really like that one um that and ahsoka i love that they take place within the mandalorian timeline yeah. uh, and then they're gonna, gonna, be like, they're gonna come together apparently is what it says it's gonna be like the arrow verse right <laughs> flash just, arrow 
uh, Heroes of Tomorrow. So it's going to be the Mandoverse. Yeah, the Mando. Oh. Well, I wonder if Mando will tie in or he'll just be like, I'm done. You guys move on. And and what happens? I, I'm really I, in, intrigued by the future of it all. What else was uh, announced during all of the whole? The oh, whole how can you forget? Your boy. New Market's own. Is it New Market or is he from Vancouver? He lives in Uxbridge, I believe, right now. Uxbridge. Hayden Christensen coming back as the Sith Lord. You thought Vader was done. You were wrong. <laughs> um, huge news. Um, up until yesterday, I thought I was the only Hayden Christensen fan in Star Wars. <laughs> I will. I will. I will say. Over the years, I've noticed more people have been. Yeah. But I remember at one point, I've always, I've always defended him on this show. And and when Aaron and I first started going out, we watched Star Wars, and she she thought he was good too. And I was like, this is weird. But everyone hated him. And then Star Wars Celebration three years ago for the 40th anniversary when he showed up, people went ballistic. Yeah. I was like, okay, maybe the tie's turning. I, I have to say this, and I'm not saying this as a joke. I'm saying this for real, though, is I really think they need to – and I know they kind of tried to in Aftermath, but they need to give Ahmed Best a redemption as Jar Jar Binks. I'm not, I'm not saying this facetiously. I'm saying this genuinely. I think if you throw Jar Jar Binks, an old weather Jar Jar Binks, in any moment right now, you yep. would redeem that character for all the fans um, and, and, and Ahmed Best because there's so many fans that grew up with him who genuinely love him. And there are so many fans that he entered their lives when they were older and they genuinely hate him. And you have an opportunity now to bring him in and kind of make him who he was, but a little bit more educated and wiser version of him. And maybe you could play it out in a way that uh, would really, really redeem all of the above and just goodwill to everyone. But yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah. It's just, it's just, it's a lot of rumors that now are confirmed. It's just like, wow, I can't believe it's happening. And so like you said, like there's like this Lando project. There's this, uh, what was it called? The anime yeah visions? was it visions? visions which i was like oh that's a marvel show i'm like no no that's yeah that's what Vision. i thought <laughs> um that's cool this this uh leslie headland acolyte which is gonna occur during the high republic like it's just like wow there's so many things and uh what else like we have a trailer for bad batch bad batch we have a Fennec Shand. Bad batch. yeah 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 oh so good yeah so everything was visions mandalorian droid story rogue squadron ahsoka rangers of the new republic and or obi-wan accolade bad batch and then of course willow and indiana jones 5 yeah oh is that what that like children of bones is, oh children of that? bones is based on a, a novel mm, yeah okay. Um, but that's everything that was in, uh, that was brought up. The Acolyte stood out for me because it was a show that, um, you know, we heard that she, uh, Leslie Headland, Headland was working on. You know, she had an idea. She's like, Space Samurai and this and that. And we're like, well, I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> but I'm fine with it. Huh? And isn't it going to be like female driven? Female driven, that... yeah. Yep. Um, Aaron Quinton suggested uh, on Twitter that maybe this has Darth. Uh, Talon in it. Ugh. I don't know. No, no, I don't no. Know. I, but I, but it, but the thing is, this is a character who exists that you could bring. I personally, I think that this is uh, all new. There won't be anyone you recognize in this. Yeah, I I would agree. Well, no, 
Well, we keep talking about High Republic where there's all this concept art of people like can no, no, no. we see these I do like, think we'll get High Republic characters. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I don't but I don't think you're going to there'll be no uh Oh, pre-existing. Yeah. yeah, like I don't think Yoda will show up in this show. Also, I don't want to be social ju- social justice warrior whatever it is. If you're going to call a show female driven, I don't know if you should put the over-sexualized Sith Lord from the internet into it. But but that, that character's not in canon, right? So you could do whatever you wanted. I, it was just an idea. I, I, I sure, that. sure, sure. But I, no, I think we're going to get all, new, all yeah. new characters. But my hope for everything High Republic is that they know that they're leading towards the original trilogy to the Skywalker Saga era. And I hope that you get a little, like, oh, because of that, that allows that. I'm hoping for little details like that. Yeah, uh, but yeah. that that show when I read that, hold on, I can't remember what I said, but it but it 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 stood out to me in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, for a number of reasons, let me find it. I mean, it was almost as exciting as a Chippendale Rescue Ranger movie. <laughs> Where the hell? I thought I sent you what it said. Uh, you might have. I don't know. I've, there's just been so much information that oh. I can't even keep it all in my mind. The yeah. Acolyte is a mis- mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic. So it takes place at the end of the High Republic. And right, right, Shadowy right. figures and dark side. and So I'm excited because I love the Force and I feel like we don't get enough of it. Like, Sorry, not in Mandalorian. I'm not saying that. Mandalorian is what it is, but I just got to embrace the force sometimes man embrace what you have in your sandbox and have fun and i you know this show could be this show could be wild yeah that's all i know Um, i can't say anything else yeah i it i've never seen a investors meeting go this viral like it's wild like this is like d23 like yeah, announcements it, and what have you. Imagine if they had celebration August and then they did all this. You'd be like, "What the hell did I even bother?" For? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, now you know, two years from now, celebration is going to be a a lot more fun, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. like there's going to be stuff to celebrate at 2022. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. There's a lot of fun things in there. Um, Andor looked looked wild, like you said, all the stuff in there it makes me very excited. They're shooting that right now. They're shooting Obi Wan in March, supposedly. That's the plan there. It's a great, again, great, you know, Hannah Christensen is coming back. Do you think you'll hear his voice at all? Like why? The, the first thing that came into my head was it kind of annoyed me more that he's not in Rogue One. And not hmm. because of Rogue One, just because of where I, where I feel the heads of maybe the higher up who are making the decisions about these movies were back then. And that you want to ignore the prequels, which they all kind of thought were you know, hazardous to the Star Wars health. And it just, now I'm just like, well, why was he not in that movie? You know, you're having him back to play Vader. Why would he not be in Rogue One? So I feel like we'll get more than just him as Vader. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, why why announce it at all? Why why hire him at all if it's just in a a mask? Wasn't he in stilts in Revenge of the Sith when he was Vader? I think he was. Yeah, yeah. But they could get around that. If oh, yeah. there's three three people being Mandalorian, <laughs> or two people being Mandalorian. Do you think this is still I've noticed Mando's walking has changed this season sometimes. I'm just like, oh, he's walking yeah. weird. 
yeah. I was like, ever like that thrown me off like two or three times in episodes. I'm like, what? That's not how he walks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's it's true. Me. It's true. Yeah, okay, it's not just me. That's good. I thought it was just um, me. But like, wow. Like it's You're right. Maybe a lot of these announcements, these things don't actually happen, but like this is like this is big on Disney to be like, we're dropping this much. I mean, maybe you could be like, oh, it's they're desperate or whatever, but like, like they could have just announced half of that and it would have been fine. And exactly. it's like, it's not just Star Wars. There was Marvel and Disney stuff too. So it's like, bang, 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 bang. It's like, it's, it's hard to keep it all tagged down. Like, I would say of all the things announced, the ones that I would be concerned the most about would be Lando. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even say it. Lando. Um, and then, as of recording this right now, it would be Rogue Squadron. Yeah. Because I feel Rangers of the New Republic is going to happen because it's Favreau and Filoni. So they're just like, we're yeah. doing this. It's happening. We own you. Yeah. Um, same with Ahsoka. I mean, you'd be dumb not to do Ahsoka. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, anything Lan- animated. The anime like, thing, I think... Animated is like, that's, that, that, that'll happen. Yeah, yeah that'll like, happen. The anime thing. And then Bad Batch, of course. Like, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's easy. La- Lando is... I'm sure it'll happen. I just, like... Yeah. I'd Like, is it old Lando or young Lando? What Lando is it? They they were very vague on that. They were just like, yeah, Lando! Archie! Like, just naming <laughs> Like, just throwing names out there. But I have... I do... Because it was an investor call, I have a little bit more faith in it. But again, yeah. I was very excited for the Ryan Johnson trilogy and i was I, I never watched game of thrones but i was excited for that thing that whatever they were doing because it would just meant more star wars so yeah. i am excited uh do you want to move on to the odds let's do it never, never tell, tell me, me the odds i don't have my email open so i don't have the names in front of me can I, you read I, them all i'll read them all today's odds brought to us by patreon thank you everybody for supporting us on patreon and these patrons who have sent us your top 11 star wars rankings thank you so much like i said it's going to be insane uh executive producer heidi fetter barry brophy dennis allen mary chris and Nathan, jeff wilson phil staniforth sooner thron scott d josh price matt w rez frank perkins neil lowry d raven spencer gleek play one automated joy disney desi charlotte kayla davis aaron quinton jericho kane girls with sabers and the dead of nerds oh and disney desi has something for us to talk about as well i'll bring this up after our odds nice. um, it has to do with with baby baby yoda grogu baby grogu first time every time of the odds we will get three star wars uh series on disney plus in 2021 sorry say that again will we get we are going to get three star wars series on Disney Plus in the year 2021. Any Star Wars can't not, doesn't have to be new. Mando counts. Mando counts. Yeah. Bad Batch. Sorry. Live action. Live action. Yeah. Because if be it's high, not live action. I'm gonna go 80 percent because I think they're probably gonna have Obi Wan and Cassian done by the end of the year. Like it is wild that Mandalorian's getting pushed to a December release, season three. So, but I'm pretty optimistic. Like, you don't announce this and then just like 
wait two years to actually drop it, right? So I'm going to go 80%. Uh, I'm going to go 40 Live okay. action. I think we're, I mean, we're getting three, Bad Batch, yeah. Cassian, and Mando. But I feel like the following year we'll get three. Uh, that yeah. year we'll get Mando, uh, Obi-Wan, and Acolyte. Yeah. But I hope, I mean, I'm fine with being wrong. Yeah, yeah. Also, all those things they announced. Oh, you know what though? They could throw the new republic. They could. Oh God, I'm going for yeah. it. We'll see it though. I hope I'm wrong. I'm fine with it. Favreau and Favreau and Filoni work fast, so. Yeah, they're like that's a TV screen. Stand in front of it. We're... Yeah. <laughs> what oh, did, we... did you notice in the Andor sizzle reel? You could see yeah. they were in the volume at one point. I'm like, uh, volume is my favorite. I want a volume in my room. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next odd, uh, never tell the odds that Fennec Shand will appear in multiple series in live action. This does not include Batman. Hundred percent a live action, damn. Uh no, I'm gonna go hundred percent because Wow. Like, like why not? It's easy. Can you believe this is a character that died last year and we were like, well, that was she was fine. <laughs> <laughs> and now she's become the new Saw Guerrera. They're like, just throw Fennec Shand in there. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go seventy seven percent. I agree. I why the hell not? <laughs> Her yeah. mask is awesome. It's one of my favorites already. Uh, and our final odd today, our final odd, the odds of Darth Vader revealing his face to Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Will Darth Vader reveal his burnt up, morbid, ashy face to Obi-Wan Kenobi? From ashy to classy. Um, No, I'm going to go 100% again. Like. <laughs> The future is bright, so let's do it. Sixty-seven percent for me. Uh, I would, <laughs> I would love it, but I mean, when he takes his mask off from Return of the Jedi, he dies. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, it's Star Wars. You rewrite it as you go; it doesn't matter. That's the people always get upset. They're like, "But it's this or that." It's like, yeah, but it's Star Wars. It uh, you rewrite history all the time with Star Wars, and we accept it. Well, we used to accept it a lot more, but now we don't. Boba Fett was never. Or Jango Fett was never the uh, stormtroopers. Yeah. All right. This is from. Uh, I'll keep the never tell me the odds on. But this is from Disney Desi on, on, uh, on, the YouTube, on YouTube. <laughs> uh, she thinks the reason for Frog Lady is to show. <laughs> Don't you love this Frog Lady? Like that's it. That's the canon name is Frog Lady. <laughs> we all just say it and accept it. Frog Lady is to show the importance of carrying on a line. A genetic line. Mm. For those who aren't as familiar with the lore, they might be caught off guard to hear a Jedi was allowed to have children for the sake of survival of their species. Yes, yes. Okay? And she is calling it now that baby Yoda is literally baby Yoda because he is Yoda's son. Grogu is <laughs> Yoda's son, and that's why they don't see... Uh, that's why you don't see Grogu in Yoda's class with the order with the other younglings is pre to prevent attachment, and that could explain why he f uh, survived the fall of the temple as well. Yeah, I can get behind this in in a sense because like yeah, that's true. Like that's Kiata Kadia Mundi's yeah. like back background, right? Uh, but like this is kind of like the lineage of Rey when we're like she's a Skywalker or she's a Solo, so it's like. Star Wars is a family story, and it's also about absentee parents. But like, 
Does that then that makes if Yoda Grogu is Yoda's son? That means Yoda is a deadbeat dad that's just like, oh, I'm just gonna go to a swamp for 20 years and never come Unless back. Unless he thinks like, his son's dead. Maybe, but like, it's also Yoda. Like, don't you think he could? <laughs> oh no! But actually, yeah, that's a good point. He closed himself off from the Force, Grogu. So that's why. Yeah. I I could get behind it. Uh, you could sell it to me if you make it. You know. You don't hurt the reputation of these existing characters. No, I'm with but, you on that as well. I mean, I mean, the problem too is Luke Skywalker. So many people feel that his reputation was hurt by, yeah. by how he was treated in The Last Jedi. So, you know, it is a slippery slope. I, I like this idea quite a bit. I I think they'll stay away. I think I don't think you'll yeah. ever find out who where he comes from. It's just... And, and I think they are, they are allowed to get away with that because... It's the same species as Yoda, where we have literally seen Yoda and kind of Yaddle. Like, there's wiggle room there. There's wiggle room there for them to ignore whatever they want in in the backstory of this character. And it allows them. But if they are going to do it, it, again, though, it also would make complete sense if it was Yoda's child. Because we haven't seen, like, no other one of these creatures exists on this planet. And this planet, in this galaxy of Star Wars. So, you know. Who knows? Maybe next season. Maybe it's a whole army of Yodas come to save Grogu in the next episode. I don't know. I would give nothing more to have an episode next season because it's not going to be next episode of experiencing what Grogu saw when he was on the Jedi Rock, and then mm-hmm. also his conversation yeah, with that. with Ahsoka. Like, I think it would be really cool that, like, in the Force, you can hear his thoughts or you can hear him speak. Uh, like I think that would be like or or don't have any language at all and it's a silent episode but you're totally able to understand what, like that would be beautiful that would be an episode to remember so yeah no for sure I'm I'm down with all that I don't think we get next week you know next week though you bring it up I'm curious the the action to dialogue aspect for next week's episode yeah I yep. know there's gonna be a ju- we we've been spoiled. We know there's a giant lightsaber battle. Yeah, <laughs> imagine there wasn't. Yeah, right. He just, he broke. Giancarlo Esposito broke three of them in that baby Yoda scene. <laughs> Grogu, but but so we know that's going to happen probably with the the spear and the sphere and yeah the spear, the spear, not the sphere. Although the sphere. a sphere would be the cool sphere. too if he just rolls a bowling ball at him. Fear the spear. The spear, but we know that's going to happen. Probably that. Maybe Ahsoka comes back. I don't know. I think with this announcement of her show, though, she's not coming back. I think, I don't think they need to bring her back. They've announced her show. They've done what they needed. Um, so yeah, something's going to come come up there. But that and that'll be fun. Who knows what the end game is and all that. But leading up until that, you think like Moff Gideon might have another spiel like he did last week, last season at the end. He's maybe he'll explain something. He might say something to Mando. Maybe Mando learns about his history from Moff Gideon at that point. He's like, just so you know, you think you're doing this, but really blah, blah. He could really lay him down. Um, Cause remember when we first met Moff Gideon, he was an intellectual, right? He was very smart. This season, we just kind of see him like bopping around but last season, he knew everything he needed to know about about the uh, our heroes. So, what do you think the dialogue to action ratio will be next week? 
I think it's going to be 60-40 for dialogue. I think we have to have a real... Uh, I mean, Action. I hope that episode is going to be at least an hour. Um, but I think... I don't. I think you would be doing an actor like Giancarlo Esposito uh, dishonor or just disrespect if like you don't give him some like monologue or something because i feel like he's going to be someone that's revealing stuff in the next episode i could be wrong i don't know this jedi could show up like that's the other thing we're kind of forgetting he goes on this rock and we're like did he contact someone then like take mando out of it with this the spear your jedi fights moff gideon i don't know Maybe. Well, that, that's the thing. We, you know, we have the the spear, and we're all kind of assuming that the spear is going to be this fight yeah. now. But it, he says it's going to. John Esposito said at Van, it was Vancouver Fan Expo. But he said it's going to. I think he said it was like it's crazy and insane, and you wouldn't believe it or something like that. <laughs> as cool as the spear sounds, I can believe the spear. Yeah. Right. So I like. I mean, who knows? Whatever. I, I'm not disappointed yeah. if it's the spear. But the idea of a Jedi or a Sith coming back is plausible um and i'm curious what will happen imagine if it's just maul comes back <laughs> how does it keep coming back and then, then tomorrow then um christmas eve disney comes out with a new investors call rebels is no longer canon and they're just <laughs> they ruin everyone's dream uh well shout out to disney desi that was a really yeah, good theory great question. i let, like that that was great let us know what you guys think the, the thing with star wars is you know you can say whatever you like oh it shrinks the universe it does this does that but it's just for yeah. fun and like you said star wars is ultimately about family and what brings us along for the ride is uh is the is the understanding of what we're watching it's the familiarity mm. of it all and we can't forget we can never forget that for the sake of or being different and original and new, you can't forget that you are part of something bigger than it. Top five. Top five. Guess what our top five is, everyone. Top it's five moments the... from Mandalorian season. Oh, <laughs> season one Mandalorian. Investor meeting. What a what a night. Uh, it was like, like uh, it was like election time in the states, or like. <laughs> Or when sports does that thing where they pick players, drafts. <laughs> it was crazy. It was like, wow, unbelievable. What's your number five in that? So James? my my this was the hardest one top five I've done, <laughs> I think. Now that there weren't that many options, which made it harder. So it was like, um I I, I put Ahsoka number five. I mean, you knew it was coming. I'm excited for it. But what really made me even more excited for it was Favreau Filoni yeah. in the Mandalorian timeline. And I know that might disappoint some people that it's not this or that, but I think that that's going to get us to Rebels, to that the Rebels yeah. ending, um, which is exciting because that's part of it. And she's looking for Thrawn. She's already, that information's already out. So we know her series is most likely about her searching for this unknown character, Grand Admiral Thrawn, for the casual fans. It's like she's looking for someone yeah. named Admiral Thrawn. That's going to yeah. be it. We're probably going to get to learn more about him. Um, and that is very exciting to me. What's your number five? Uh, sort of in the same vein. I love this Ahsoka logo. Like, I think there's, like, so much to unpack just from that. So it's just, like, 
but I want to put it low because like we 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 knew Ahsoka yeah. was coming. It, it was coming, but it's just like wow, I can't believe I still can't believe like we have her in live action. Period. And Rosario Dawson did tweet afterwards when they announced that she retweeted, quote tweeted uh, Star Wars or Disney Plus or whatever it was. And it said, Ahsoka Live Action coming. And she just wrote, Ahsoka! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> so it's nice that she's excited to be back. And it's nice that she is back. Uh, my number four is Cassian Andor. And I wrote down, Andor looks promising. <laughs> I thought it looked great. Um, I love Rogue One, but I haven't seen it in a little while. And when I watched that, that sizzle reel, I was like, oh, yeah, I really like this. this guy. <laughs> I, really I was like... like I was like, oh, in the in the in his past, he had short hair. I'm like, oh no, that's a clip from actually Rogue One. <laughs> uh, my number four was just Bad Batch trailer. I'm like, wow, wow, <laughs> wow, yeah, Bad Batch. <laughs> yeah, that's so great, so great. Do you think that if if that happened now, it'd be live action? <laughs> yeah, maybe. What if they were like, we should have made Clone the final season of Clone Wars in live action? <laughs> uh, my number three. Um, this one wasn't on my list and then somehow made it to number three. It wasn't on my list and it was on my list and it wasn't that it was. It's uh, Rangers of the New Republic. Again, it has to do with Favreau, Filoni, Mandalorian timeline. I am all in on this timeline. I'm all in on this era. And the reason why, Brock, really is because of the way the Empire is being handled in this show. I love that they don't exist, but they do exist, but they're coming back, but they're probably not going to come back, but they want to come. Like, I just love how they're in shambles, but they're they're so confident. I love that part of the world. And I love Stormtroopers. <laughs> My number three is probably going to be Patty Jenkins, rollerblading. <laughs> <laughs> that was the well thought out. Like, you guys yeah. are like, it's, it's like, oh, wow, she's really, like, giving her, like, her... You're like, this is who I am. and the, But then she's like, doing something? You're like, is she taking her pants off? And then you realize she's putting on an X-Wing jumpsuit. And it's just like, boom. I was like, that's genius. That's good marketing right there. I hope it's just the story of Luke Skywalker. <laughs> my number two, The Acolyte. Yeah. At one point, this was my number one, but I changed it to number two. Uh, the Acolyte is my number number two because, uh, like I said, that description had me more excited than anything else they uh, announced. I don't know anything about the High Republic. I don't even care about it right now. <laughs> I do, but I don't. But that it just I love I love the dark side. Bring it. Uh, my number two is I do care about High Republic. I can't believe we're gonna get a live action uh, allegedly of. A high Republic, so I'm all in. I'm excited. I am actually jazzed to start reading the High Republic stuff. Oh, I'm gonna read it eventually. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not not looking forward to it. I just compared to yeah. all these announcements, it I forgot yeah. about it. And my number one <laughs> I get I think it's the same thing. One, two, three. Hayden Christian Boom. Darth Vader's back. Yeah. You Vader's can't back. keep him down. He is the OG Sith Lord of your dreams. Uh, Hayden Christensen. Big ups to yeah. Lucasfilm to be like, we can do whatever we want. <laughs> exactly. Well, again, though, I, I, I honestly think, Brock, that, that these decisions that they've been making lately are based on reactions, positive reactions to Star Wars from Mandalorian and Clone Wars. 
and I would even argue Rebels, because if you remember when Disney Plus, before it was launched, people, they did that poll, and The Simpsons and Rebels were the two things that already preexisted that people were most looking forward to on Disney Plus. And I think what these series have done, uh, better than the sequel trilogy, is that appreciation and respect for what's come before and come after. It's made it all feel connected in a way. And like I said, you embrace what's come before. And I think there was a time when when Disney bought Lucasfilm where they were ashamed of the prequels. Mm. And I think they were afraid to, you know, battle droids. They were afraid of this. They were afraid of that. And then, like, Rebels was like, that is an entire space station with battle droids. And, like, and then they start dropping it. And then Mandalorian Season 1, you see the, the battle droid. And they start you start to get these little things. And then you embrace it. And then you have the Clone Wars show, which a lot of people... I think you're one of them who credit that for their appreciation more of the prequels. It's preferred to the prequels to a lot of people. And, and I and I think they're at a point now when I think this whole company, because under George Lucas, it was George Lucas, but now it's a it's an investor's call, right? Now they're at a point where they're like, okay, we've we figured it out a little bit more. We understand what what Star, they're understanding what Star Wars is a lot better, I think. Um, better than you and I do anyway, but you know, like they, they've kind of, I think that they, their feet are wet and they know what they're doing is what I'm saying. And then now, so there, there's more confidence and it's more plausible that all these are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even think it's all sunk in for me yet. <laughs> did you sleep uh... last night? <laughs> Actually I did have like. <laughs> I woke up at random times last night, so I was just like, let's go. Is it time to watch Mandalorian yet? <laughs> <laughs> this was the earliest I've seen an episode this year, um, by, far. by far. I've watched all of them yeah. at 6 in the morning in the dark. <laughs> but, I mean, also, you have a job to go to, and I work from home, so it's... Nope, nope. <laughs> Half the time, I don't need to be up that early. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It, it is tough. Like social media is like it's tough, yep. man. And people argue like, well, then stay off. It's like, yeah, but have some respect. Yep. So I feel I don't know. It's six oh one a.m. You don't need to spoil the ending. But this week, like I said, this week I felt like there was nothing you could spoil. This week, like it just kind of all played out. You knew how it was going to play out. Yeah. Nothing, like yeah. Bill Burr's back. Yeah, I figured that last week. Yeah. Stormtroopers hit stuff. That's a spoiler. Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of fun though. Probably my favorite episode. Since the egg episode, same director too. Um, I mean, it's not as deep like was as the other, but it, it just, I don't know. The show just keeps snowballing. It's a lot of fun, yeah. man. A lot of fun. Absolutely. Do you want to go back to work now? Yeah, I do. All right, let's <laughs> wrap you. it up. Uh, we did the Scrooge bit, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. I'm James. He's rock but on top of that and more than that he was always scum rebel scum hey scumbags thanks for watching don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video as always please subscribe to our youtube channel rebel scum podcast for all the latest videos